It's time for the top four at four with LeVac and Gaz. Ah, yes, my friends, four. That's right, four of the biggest stories in the world of sports. However, if you call it a Mount Rushmore, I will climb through the speaker into your vehicle, home, or through your phone, and I will pinch you. That's right, one big, just little smurf bite. The question is, have we retired the... The, the Bruce buffer? Have we retired that now? <laughs> no, remember, we, okay. we could never actually call it that. Right, okay. Right, because like originally when I did, do you want it? I mean, if you want it, I'll I, give it to you. I feel like legally we've said too much about the intro for this edition. But, but maybe, it's not the same. It's okay, different. Okay, And it's even different than it was different before. Okay, then if that's the case, I trust you. It's four! What's the uh, fourth biggest story, guys? <laughs> the New York Rangers season is over. The Rangers <sighs> fall to the New Jersey Devils last night. Levesque, Rangers hockey, Islanders hockey, Bruins hockey. That's probably hockey. what the, the Sabres aren't there. For New York and we'll even toss New England hockey fans. Hockey. Let's do another fill in the blank here in the top four at four. Let's describe their season. How should they be feeling here on this Tuesday evening? Ranger fans? Yes. I think Ranger fans in particular. Uh bummed out, man. Not just not just a loss, a domination. Um, some would call it a butt whooping. But I'm too polite to say that because we're close to dinner time for you older folks. So I wouldn't do that. Um, when a dude whose name I think comes from like anime movies and stuff, Akira, starts kicking your butt in the goal and he's like a rookie, it's just bad. Four, four zip. Like you just got stomped out by the devils and some dude named Akira. Akira Schmidt. Like the, those names don't go together. There's been no other team, especially New York team, so far this entire year where I'm watching their games and I'm like, they're not done. They're still in it. No, no, no. The Rangers are in it. Hang on. That's not going well. Hang on. Believe, no. Ranger fans. No. no. Two nothing. Three nothing. As, as, a, as a wise old man once said to me, you can believe in one hand and poop in the other and tell me which one fills up first. Not believe. I'm, che- I'm cheating on the top four and four. How dare it? Because I want to talk a little bit more Rangers, but I have the Yankees written here too. Yankee and the same. Fan- and the same. It's still four. Yeah. Wow. So this is four B. Four B. All right. I feel like you're just you trying imagine- to get your way around the top I- five. <laughs> uh, Yankee fan, how do you feel? You blew the lead. What happened, Levac? It was terrifyingly horrible. The worst part about it all, right? I sat down fully intending to watch the Yankee game. I see the 2 nothing lead, and I'm in. Like, I'm just like, all right, cool. My phone starts erupting with Tony's nonsense. And I'm not paying attention to the game at all at this point because I'm working with my guys. I'm talking to people. I'm doing things. And then a friend of ours, Lynn from Siena, we'll call her because that's her name. She goes, are you watching this? This is disgusting. And I go, no, but I'm disgusted now because I saw what was happening. Clay Holmes. Not my homes, boy, because the, uh, two blown saves already this season. You know, and, and listen, everybody knows. Everybody knows you need pitching to win in, in Major League Baseball now. I know it's a little different because, you get, like you said, you got the you got the big bases that go with the big baseball cap now, and you got the, the you know, Terminator comes out and slaps you if you don't pitch <laughs> fast enough. But, pitch it. Pitch yeah. the ball. Get to, get to the get to the Kasha! Um it's it's different, but the pitching for the Yankees has been highly disappointing, and it's just not. It's, it's, it made me very sad. That's all I can say. Like me cheating the top four at four with a four being a fifth story. The Yankee lost, tried sneaking in there on social media. Like, hey, we know the Rangers lost. Hey, we know the Knicks have a playoff game coming up. Hey, we know the Islanders and Sabers and Met. 
oh, blown save? Because yeah. it had been a little bit, Levac, about two and a half years, and I'm sure we could talk about this a little bit more of, oh, here come the Boone critics. You guys are quiet for a while, huh? You waited till May all of a sudden yeah. pop yourselves off on Twitter and Facebook and social media. Okay, there you are. Well, it disappeared. If, if the season ended today. No, no, no. Don't. <laughs> All right. I'm moving ahead here. Number three. I have a local story, and it may not be the one you think it is. Oh, There's reports God. coming today that the College of St. Rose <laughs> basketball program has made a change. Former coach Mike Herno is a former coach. The new head coach is the legendary Brian Bury. If you haven't been following this story locally, there had been an announcement a few months ago that Coach Bury would be joining the staff at the College of St. Rose and as an assistant. And now weeks later, Coach Perno out, Coach Bury back on the bench for the College of St. Rose. Now, there's been a lot of other local things going on today, so I don't want to poo-poo the College of St. Rose. And, of course, I always say it like that. My wife, a proud alumni. But, Levac, how I've set this up, a legendary coach leaves, comes back as an assistant, and then takes over. This feels odd right now in involving the St. Rose program. Well, And, look, I think it's one of those situations when a coach like like Bury says, I want, I want my seat back, you give it to them. I feel like that's kind of what it is. Like, it's basically the house he built. Um, it does feel weird. It, it don't, it, it's like, it's kind of got that vibe of like a cartoon where every time you close your eyes, the dude's a little closer. Like he comes back as an assistant. He's way down the bench. Perno closes his eyes. He's another seat over. Perno closes his eyes again. He's another seat over. Close eyes, another, and next thing you know, now he's the coach. Like it just happened. It's just done. <laughs> I took your seat. Hey, what are you going to do about it? This feels less Jim Beheim, Mike Hopkins, John Shire, Coach K, like that's the easy comparison here of coach and waiting, but legend's still there. This feels a lot more like Conan and Jay Leno, doesn't it? <laughs> Hear me out on this. Hear me out. So Jay Leno has the Tonight Show. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I got the Tonight Show. Yeah, he goes away, but then he comes back and yeah. he's kind of like, yeah, kind of your comparison there. Yeah, he's uh, inching closer yeah. back to eleven. Oh, he's got a ten p.m. talk show. That's that's odd. Oh, Conan's ratings aren't doing well. That's odd. Well, Jay's already here. You might as well. Ooh, this is all kind of odd. That That's how it feels to me. And we haven't spoken to Coach Perno. We haven't spoken to Coach Beery. Both have been guests on the show before. And 24 hours, 12 hours into this, it's probably a little too sensitive. I'm sure we're going to let the dust settle a little bit. But that's what it feels like to me. That Coach Perno is like, what am I supposed to do? Is it my team or is it not my team? If you want to be Coach Beery's team, it's his team. If you want to be somebody else's team, it's somebody else's team. This is not helping me as a coach. It, you know what it reminds me of? And it's not its not identical, but it's it just for whatever reason this popped in my head. A long time ago, you got to interview legendary Buffalo Bills coach Marv Levy, and I wasn't there. And I jokingly said to you on the way out the door, ask him if he would come back or something like that. And you worded it better, and you put it together. And he like literally started campaigning for the job to the point where like you made national news talking to this legendary coach who was willing to come back. The difference being, uh, Bury doesn't sound like he had to ask. Sounds like they asked him. I'll put a little, little few sticks on this fire, too, over at St. Rose. Are you surprised Coach Will Brown's name hasn't surfaced over there? Because he's got the St. Rose ties. He's a coach who's had success at the D1 level. Maybe, you know... At Tom Goss, T-O-M-G, it was easy. <laughs> Anthony Jeff LeVac. If you're listening or some coaches are listening, be more than happy. And our phone lines are open, by the way, 
and the talkback's open. So if we didn't do a good enough job covering that story, you're more than welcome to hop on the show and offer your opinions on what's That's going on over there. That's a tough one to cover, yeah. though, because we like, we like everyone involved. Like, it's rare that you like everyone involved. You know what I mean? Like, like They're all great coaches, all of them. I mean, great. What? Oh, sorry. I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's humor. It's what I try to do. Getting the number. 518-690-0980. You're more than welcome St. Rose alumni to let us know your thoughts on everything going on with that basketball program and the drama there. Speaking about basketball, we move on to number two. <laughs> 7.30 tip-off tonight. The New York Knicks host the Miami Heat in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals. The Knicks fall in Game 1. Julius Randle's status, question mark. Jalen Brunson's status, you got to score a lot. Uh, you might be unsure, too. Well, Jimmy Butler I'm talking about. There's a lot of stars that we're not getting the stars that we wanted that could have been the impact players that make the series better. But all that's really the backseat to what's the most important thing is, oh, God, I'm going to do it. Do it. Is it a must win for uh, the Knicks? Uh, uh, I hope not. Because Brunson and, and Randall, doubtful. I, I hope it's not a must win. Typically, doubtful doesn't play. I think Brunson will try. I think, I think Randall will probably argue to go. But if, if they're not both playing, I hope it's not a must-win. As much as I leaned in that stupid joke because it was such, such a low-hanging fruit, I actually do believe that. The Knicks, must lo- win? If the Knicks lose tonight, the series is over. Even against an eight seed, you've got back-to-back games at home. We've both mentioned that the star players are, Randall especially, not the impact you'd hope for in this far along in the playoffs. If you go down 2-0 and you got to go back to Miami for game three and four, can they really come back? Like, this well, feels so much like the Milwaukee series where Greek Freak's injured. Oh, eventually Milwaukee's better. They'll come back. They'll come back. It just never happened. I'm getting that same vibe if New York goes down tonight that it's not going to happen. Um, here, here's, the, here's the question that answers your question. If Brunson and Randall both sit out tonight, is there a chance they're 85, 90, 100% for the next game? Because I don't feel like that is the case. I feel like they're going to be hampered by these uh, issues regardless. So if they can't go tonight and it doesn't make them, you know, 85% or better for the next game, then yeah, this is a must win. Also, what bothers me about this entire thing, and this is just too wishful thinking, the NBA as a league is now going to talk about adding the in-season tournament because guys are taking games off in the regular season. Yeah. We've now hit May, and star players are not playing in the postseason. So those people who are campaigning for star players need more time off. They get the point and say, see? Right. I told you so. They need more time off. Now that it matters, they're not. I feel like that's an apples-orange comparison, though. But some people would say this is the reason why. Too much. I think a lot of people who are familiar with the, the Knicks' struggle are going to look at Coach Tibbs and go, I told you you played them too much during the regular season. I told you you should have spelled them more. I told you we see, should have seen more OB and IQ. But, you know, I digress. Hopefully they win tonight and we're sitting here tomorrow going, look how good the next look. I think they got this thing. We'll definitely talk about that to close out the show, too. There might be a best bets play in that Knicks heat game tonight. Also, other action in the NBA to be aware of the Lakers and Warriors Western Conference semifinal. That game tips off at 10 o'clock tonight. The number one story in the top four at four. Was there any doubt today? Number one. (laughs) Antonio Brown. Tony. Tony and the man who sits across from me have had an interesting, we'll say, day since my phone started blowing up (laughs) at 645 in the morning with you two. Uh, LeVac, do you want to talk more about it on the way? Is that a wonderful tease? 
or do you want to sit on this again? Because I feel like you've had a, about enough of talking about this day already. Do you want me to talk about it? If you if you want me to talk about it, I'll do it again. I do, but let's run it back. But before we do that, can you tell us about our friends over at Elevation 10K? I would love to tell you about our friends at Elevation 10K, or as I like to call it, the land of everything you need. That's pretty much how it works, man. When I was uh, when when I was successfully running uh, the arena football team in town, the Empire, one of, one of my one of my big uh, big partners there was Elevation 10K. We'd sit down, we'd talk through you know marketing strategies, we'd talk through video strategies. They did all of the the apparel for inside the arena. Like if you if you owned a any Empire t-shirt that you bought from inside the arena, that came from our friends at Elevation 10K. They also did the team store. And what I'm trying to tell you is they, they pretty much do everything. Like Dave McLeod over there is the guy who hates to tell you no. So if you tell him your business your or you know your family trip needs a certain something, he is going to do everything in his power to get you that certain something. And he is going to work with his amazing staff over at Elevation 10K um, really, really great business apparel. I'm hoping that they make some sweet, sweet Levac and Gaz shirts over here at uh, Fox Sports 980 because that was just, I think that's the difference between, you know, good and great radio is looking good on the radio. Uh, elevate your business with Elevation 10K. Ah, yes, my friends. Welcome to the Roadhouse. That's right, the Roadhouse here. Um, it is, <laughs> it is Levac and Gaz, just like she said. Um, at some point, I feel like we can't talk about this anymore. Thank you. Okay. Well, because it, it's like I realize like we we have insight no one else has. However, I don't want to be known as the show that talks about that all the time. Um, right now, it's really, really fun for me because I've, I've, I've angered. I've angered the diva. Uh, Tony is mad at me. He's blocked me on Twitter. Um, I heard Tony's dad say something like, we all need to get along. And that's uh, such a dad thing to say. Good for you, sir. Well well done. But I also am, you know, I, I realize, again, it can't go on forever, but I am also writing a rap, uh, a diss rap about him. So I feel like my thank you to that came off too strong. And the only reason I did that and felt no, strong I, I liked about it. it. I felt like it was real. No, I, I'm concerned about you as a friend. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I am. Because Excuse me. Am I allowed to drink in here? If you just missed it before we were talking about how my phone had lit up at 6.45 in the morning. I had 20 text messages. Our friends over at WGY, which, by the way, Radiothon, Thursday and Friday. We hope you go out woo, and support woo. all those great things. And our friends over at the river, Billy Blake and Rachel Davis and Doug Gowdy, who do a fantastic job in the morning. Billy Blake's a cool name. Oh, it, Backstretch Billy's even better. We might have him well, on the show no, Thursday or Friday. Billy yeah. Blake is clearly an alter ego. Like, Billy Blake is the Flash. Or Billy Blake, like... He's horseman. Like he's something. He's a superhero, and this is he puts glasses on when he gets here. He becomes Billy Blake. He takes the glasses off, and he's backstretch Billy. That makes it so much better knowing him and how accurate that description is. <laughs> <laughs> but I bring that up because at some point I feel like this is going to bother you because you're going to keep going back and forth with Antonio Brown, and I see social media throughout the evening today and throughout the morning that. Uh, I don't want to say fun because that's not the right word. Entertaining, drama, juicy. Those are all the words we'll say. But at one point, it's going to drive you nuts. I was having fun right up until he said some really inappropriate things about uh, one of the best guys on my staff. That was when when I stopped having fun. Um, I tweeted out something I thought was playful and funny last night because 
what, six six to eight players are being released. The head coach has been fired. So I just thought it was a funny tweet to throw out there. You know, hey, Empire fans, the first 21 people through the gate get a uh, autographed Antonio Brown single and get to play in the game. And <laughs> and I, I added him and I added the team because I thought it was a wuss move to not. You know, like I thought, like, listen, if I'm going to, if I'm going to talk smack, even though I'm joking, I was joking at that point. Um, I felt like it was only right to actually at him. And local media had been asking if you were subliminally tweeting. So you're not going to leave any doubt this time. Originally, I was subliminally treating, uh, subliminally tweeting um, because I was, because I was employed <laughs> other, other places. <laughs> now I'm employed here. I really have no. There's really nothing to stop me, you know, unless unless our brilliant uh, market president tells me I can't do it, which he's too smart for that. He knows I'm 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 doing this for the right reasons. He seems like a, like all the other people we've ever worked for, I thought were dumb. He seems very smart. I like him, as you would say. Looks like he's been working out. Yes. Um, but no. So so now I can just I can just write what I want to write. And again, I tweet ninety percent of the time. Any tweet I put out there is because I think it's I think it's funny. Or entertaining. The other ten percent of the time, it's for a cause or or something. So when I did that, I thought it was funny. He liked it, so I was like, "Let me find out that I'm going to start calling him Antonio again because he's got a sense of humor." Sure enough, somebody wrote the typical, "You know, this is kind of your fault. You guys let him in. What'd you think was going to happen?" And I went, "Listen, I just need you to understand that was necessity, not ignorance." You know, he was he was coming in to help spread the word. If I told you the amount of money that Mike Corda spent on advertising last season to no avail, you would you would you'd, you'd wet your pants. It was a lot of money, a lot of money. And when he was willing to come in and help with that, it was great. Then the workers' comp thing happened. He was able to help with that. It was it was, it was everything started really well. So again, here I am thinking maybe we're back to that. But this guy says that I say remember. It's not, it wasn't ignorance. We needed his help or wanted it at least. And he lost his ever loving mind and tweeted. Should I read it? Like, I think I screenshot because I'm blocked now. Yeah. I'm blocked. So I can't, I can't see it anymore. I can find it if you need me to. I, I think, I, I mean, there's, I have a lot of, there's a lot of people sending me stuff right now. Um, but I think I, oh yeah, here it is. So I wrote, I wrote, um, so I, the, basically, Necessity nine years. He wrote, Jeff, you're 350 pounds. You was fired already. Go eat glizzy or exercise. It's 6.30 a.m. Go be better. No one care your opinion online. Boy, keep being a fan. So, and <laughs> I know that you would hear that and think, oh, my God, that's so mean. You, sh- you were probably upset. The fact of the matter was, I was thrilled because I'm in your head. Now you're answering me directly. It's not even subliminal anymore. You're coming right for me, and you're calling me fat? Oh, dear God, because I don't own a mirror. No one. I never would have known. So I just wrote back, and, and literally, I just left the gym. So it was perfect. I actually, it was one of the rare times. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I very rarely can say that, honestly, but I I just left the gym so i wrote you know ha 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 actually just left the gym you know quotes champ 
Thanks for the life advice. By the way, you used the wrong your. Just, again, I'm helping. I'm a helper. And uh, then he went after Ben Nelson, who may be one of the best social media guys, best graphic designers you've ever seen. Kid's 19, busting his butt for the 518 Foundation, Tech East, and was still helping out with the Empire because Tony's people called and begged him to. Okay. Calls him the R word and makes all these derogatory comments about him because of there's a there's a Twitter account out there that's run by the defense sign kid. It literally says run by Albany's Empire's defense sign kid. And it's, you know, not happy with what's happening with the Empire. He starts taking these shots at Benny. And it's like, you just yesterday, you, you tweeted out a video of you working out with Special Olympics athletes, something that I set up for you, like, I don't, two months ago, and you finally shared it. Thanks for that. And now you're dropping the R word? Like, I, now I'm mad. Like, now I'm fired up. So now I, I, like, I write a paragraph to him about how inappropriate he is and his hate speech isn't welcome, and Ben's a great guy. And I get blocked because he's a coward. I'm sorry, you're a coward. When you, when you do that, you, you're a coward. And for you to tweet that out, delete it, and block me and think it's gone, dude, you know how many people sent it to me in a screenshot five seconds after you deleted it? Like 35 right then and there. There's so many frustrating parts about this, and we could do four more hours on what should have been done from Antonio Brown's side of it, how this should have been handled and everything else. I'm not defending Antonio Brown. I just want okay. to put this out like this. How social media, and this is especially for older listeners who may not be active on Twitter and Facebook, and they're hearing this and be like, what are they talking about with a Twitter beef? I think it's too early. Jamal, no, 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 too early in the show. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> Twitter beef. For what's going on over there. How Antonio Brown is conducting himself online. Believe it or not, in 2023, if you want to argue and be combative and flex and show off your brand like it's not the old days of 10 or 15 years ago where everybody was on twitter and facebook and did hashtag sports hashtag the <laughs> score wow we're winning look like there's a place for that and some reporters still do live play-by-play -play, and some teams will post halftime and first quarter scores if you want to have a personality on that platform or show stuff off okay like it catches people's eyes like whoa that's different and antonio brown some a small percentage some of his content is entertaining. None of that is. Like, the hope for Capital Region sports fan was that if Antonio Brown took over this team in LeVac, I think you might even agree with some of this. The hope was that, you know what, if Antonio Brown's going to run this, he might do something and bring eyes to the city mm -hmm. in this sports world that haven't been there before. Whoa, that video just got 200,000 views from one of the yeah. Albany athletes. Hey, nobody knew maybe Darius Prince outside of New York and Philly, but now all of a sudden he's getting love in Maryland and Florida and Minnesota. Whoa. Yo, Antonio Brown's hyping up this wide receiver who's putting up this yardage. and this That was the hope. And I feel like that's been so lost the last 48 hours. And so many critics are like, told you so. Never should have worked with Antonio Brown. Did you ever look at the other side of what it could have been? And even his use of social media, what it could have been. It's been far from that. It's been the exact opposite. And if some people do want to take their victory lap today and say, I told you, say, okay. That you got the tweets to prove it now. But the hope was that Capital Region sports fan, especially going into this weekend, May, all right, the team's going for another championship. Antonio Brown's running the show. Let's see what they can do. None of that happened like that. Instead, it's hurt 
not just the 2023 season, which I think is an obvious statement, but what's going to happen in 2024 and beyond for this market. Agreed. And to be honest with you, even when we split, you know, when when we went our way and he went his, we were still hopeful he was going to put it together. It's really not – it's always been about the players. It's always been about the fans. It's always been about the community. I only say community like once or twice, not 70 times because I don't need to. But we wanted him to bring in a staff and make it work. That's what we wanted to do. Since then, he's just blown it up. And it, it's it's sad. The the Twitter stuff, again, I even when he called me fat, like 350, whatever, I'm like, okay. I don't I, I again I own a mirror. It's like that's your joke. Let's go. I'll I'll joke back. Let's let's get into this. Let's have some fun. It's sparring. It's a good time. Heck, he's got a lot more followers than I do. Probably wasn't terrible for me for him to notice me. You know, like I'll, you know, just we here at, we here at Fox Sports ninety five nine and nine eighty appreciate everyone listening today. <laughs> I'm watching our social media numbers. Let's just say some of my bosses aren't discouraging what's going on. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like it, it's it again, it's fun, but when you start hate speeching towards towards a guy who actually, like, guys, if I told you how much Ben loves covering local sports. Like he, he's the everything, you know, you've seen him at Patroon's games. You've seen him at Valley cats games. He was doing our games for free before we hired him. And there was a part of him where, when he had to come to us and go, guys, I still want to work with the empire. He was nervous to approach us, but that's not what our team is about. Our team is about you getting opportunities and being better. Again, I get to be here every day because my boss not only pays me, but he allows us to grow. Like, and the re- <laughs> here's here's it. Let me pull the curtain way back for you. So at some point today, somebody uh, I I don't remember her name. It was a reporter named Stella for News Channel Thirteen came to interview Ben today at our offices over at Tech East. She walked in and interviewed him. Meanwhile, while she's interviewing him, out walks former head coach Damon Ware. Reigning MVP Darius Prince, Dwayne Hollis, Mike Corda. And at first she doesn't realize who they are because she's focusing on talking to Ben. So like she's still very polite. They're starting to pack up. I go, I don't know if you're interested, but this is the, these this is who these guys are. And she's like, oh my God. Like, like they're they haven't left town yet because they're still figuring out what they're gonna do next. So they stopped by for lunch to see Ben. And make sure Ben was okay after what was pulled on him today. I'm calm right now. I feel calm. It takes a lot for me to get angry. I really do. There's a few it, things yeah, that touch a nerve. You're the best temperament of anybody I know, actually. I would say one of the things that infuriates me in this field, in media, and I hope people can relate this radio and podcast and audio and all this to whatever you do. One of the things that will send me into a rage is when people are not good to producers or interns yeah. because they truly are. And I know it's going to sound cliche, but it really isn't. They work so hard. And that's where I started. Producer Goss, if you go way back then, back in the Syracuse days, like there is a we have your back every single time because of what this field is. And I'm sure whatever you do, whether it's an assistant, a secretary, whatever. When I saw that happen, I was ready for Ward Levac. Yeah. I was ready to go. No. Not Ben. Yeah. No. Like, I was so hot. And by the way, Michael K, that stuff he pulled a few weeks ago with Ray Santiago, I'm done with Michael K when he threatened his job on the air. Go listen to that trash somewhere else. But I was hot today. And I've had to calm down. But that stuff infuriates me. So 
Even if you somehow, some way, were trying to defend the Empire and Antonio Brown, everything happened, have a little step back and be like, he's taking a shot at the guy who busts, I'll swear, he busts his ass more than anybody else. No, he owns a donkey. That's real. You can yeah, say that. Thank it's you. not swearing. All right. It's one thank of the cool things about Ben. I'll edit that out. Ben owns a donkey. It's fine. Podcast audience might not get that. <laughs> no, and and yeah, that, that was when everybody got mad. Everybody got mad right then. And and again, it's you know, it's a heated situation. You know, we're talking about money, professionalism, careers. But that was too far. Our little brother got you picked on our little brother and you picked on our little brother in the wrong way. And if anybody's gonna pick on my little brother, it's gonna be me. I abuse the daylights out of Ben, but he knows I love him. I shoot him with a nerf gun whenever I get a chance. He shoots back, but my aim is better. Like it's but that's my guy. Like you know, you know all of our guys who were around long enough for me to even know who the heck they were. I we go to war for them. How many of our like our coaching tree are working in somewhere in Bristol or running satellite stations or program directors or what like our coaching tree is pretty strong and it's because people who bust their butt for us, we bust our butt back for them. And then I realize it probably should have done that for me. Um but like that's that's our guy. So that really ticked me off. That was that was the um, the straw that broke the fat man's back, so to speak. And it was, it was so funny too because people are coming in like and and here's how good Ben is, right? This kid goes, Jeff. Let's not forget, he called you fat. Like, but he the way he did it, everybody starts dying because like no one's talking about me being fat at that moment. And here's Ben bringing it back. But but he was bringing it back like to defend me. Like he was like, but listen, it's not all about me, man. What did he say about you? But at the same time, it was just one of those where like everybody like like Matt Woods does a spit take, you know? What I mean? like, it's, like, it's like, and I'm like, and, and like I think it was I think it was Woods. He was like, well, Max over here catching shrapnel and even do anything. He's going to war for you. Like it's the 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 one thing that you had to, you got to remember in these situations when you know you're going up against. Somebody who, you know, is is more popular, has more money, has more resources. I got more friends. I got more people. And they're good people. And you <laughs> you released somewhere between six and eight pro bowlers in the arena game. You did. I hope they all jump on the same team. And if you can actually put a team together, they beat your hiney. I really do. I really, really do. I also hope that AB plays quarterback for the team. I think that would be phenomenal. I want none of that. I like a little Jackie Moon stuff. Semi-pro. No. Come on. Wrestles a bear at halftime. Let's just go. If, like, Listen, I will call you by your name, Antonio Tavares Brown. I will call you by your name from now on. I won't call you Tony anymore if you wrestle a bear at halftime in one of the home games. <laughs> That's all I ask. No more Tony. Just wrestle a bear. At the Jeff Levac on Twitter. At Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. We have a little bit more show left, Levac, but before we close out this beautiful, wonderful show, let's talk about our friends over at USX Pest. Uh, My wife is still fired up. She came back after the first show. She's like, is it happening? Did you let Dave know? (laughs) I sent Dave the text immediately. You did. I don't don't think he believed me. She is so fired up. Guys, happy wife, happy life. Whether you're dating somebody, you need your house cleaned. Yes, go ahead. Do you have like yeah. all right? So at the at the Casa da Gazlowski, do you guys like have like ants or something? Like, is there because like I get ants soon? I've I've had to throw bats out of my house, which by the way was hysterical. We're sitting there talking to Dave from uh, USX, 
And he literally goes, "Oh well, bats are coming this month." That's it. like he knew he knew every season like off the top of his head. Front door ants for us. Front door. Okay, so the front door ants have driven her so insane that when you went home and told her that uh, that USX Pest Control, the latest part of the the Gagne family of brands, was coming in to 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 take care of this stuff for you, she was like, "Perfect." Like she, little little uh, little little exclusion system no chemicals which means which means baby goslowskis are safe rex who hates me there's all they're all safe she was like fired up she's like she finally looked at you like you're a man who was providing for her for the first time <laughs> is that, that what it was she was like she was like you're getting a free you're getting this this amazing system done to the house the exclusion system from from usx you're finally a man my parents are finally gonna be proud i married you she didn't say that Oh, that's what she texted me. Um, <laughs> you can get your free free inspection. You can schedule it right now at usxpest.com. This is the way to go. Like I, I've had this system done years ago. It's come so far since then, and it makes a insane difference. Now's the time to get it done. You don't want ticks or mosquitoes or any of that nonsense in the yard. USX. You don't want the bugs in the house. USX. Usxpest.com. And those guys were out as they didn't get along with Tony, Antonio Brown. And what it broke what it broke down to is the guys didn't get paid. There wasn't a really good reason explained to them why they hadn't been paid yet. And anybody who did try to rationalize it tried to blame it on the former regime. Uh, as a member of the former regime, I can tell you that for two years we didn't miss payroll. So it was kind of it was hard for the guys who had been there for two years to believe that. Again, whoever's whoever you want to whoever you want to side with that's that's up to you. Now those guys are gone. Those guys are the guys that you buy tickets to see. They're highlight reel guys. So you think to yourself, well, at least this is still the empire. You still have guys like Trayvon Shorts. And you still have guys like Markel Wade. I'm sorry to tell you that you no longer have either of those guys. They have both gone public on Instagram and asked to be released from the empire. Hang on. Let's let's do the math here real quick. I got to make sure I'm hearing this right. Headphones are okay and everything else. You said Markel Wade and shorts. Yeah. So if my math, that's nine plus two. So that's 11. Are we up to 11 now co- counting coach where? Yeah. I mean, and, and if you, if you think about it, right. So your, your, your mainstay starters in an Ironman game, the names we haven't heard yet are um, Isaiah Hardy, Cornelius Lewis, and you know a couple others. But basically, your skill position players for the most part are gone. Brassel's still there, but the guys that you've watched play for for multiple years and win multiple championships, they're gone, with the exception of a few mainstays. And you know, rumblings are they're not thrilled. Trayvon Shorts, I I have to be honest with you. It was it it actually caused a little bit of a arm's length between Shorts and some of the other guys because Shorts really put in the effort to do things Antonio Brown's way, focused on the social media, did the, made sure he was available to that that staff at a moment's notice. All these things he went above and beyond to make the new team work to the point that some of some of the guys you know, including me at times, looked at him and went. What what's going on? Like, are you, you know, are you just his side? Or are you are you, and shorts tell you I'm nobody's side. I just wanted to play football and I want to do the right thing. 
I want to grow my brand. I want to, I want, you know, I'm a very good football player and I want my name out there. Him, him asking to be released might be the brightest red flag in all of this. And if his statement on Instagram is correct, and I'm not front and center, that he was told he was taking a pay cut because he continued to speak to his teammates who had been released from the team, his friends that he had played football with for multiple years. That is a large dose of scumbaggery. That's like, that's the biggest red flag of all of them. You can tell me that you didn't get along with the other guys and you just couldn't make it work and whatever. And I I don't, I don't like it. It's not how you do things. I work with people I don't like all the time. Hey, not you. I actually do like you, but thank you for almost, you know, I was going to do it. Um, (laughs) But you work with people. It, it, it's not called fun. You know what I mean? It's called work. And even though you play football, it's still work. To to blow out people because you don't like them. All right, whatever. To punish a guy, not not for doing anything against the rules, not for missing meetings, not for not playing well. He's still one of the best uh, Jack linebackers in the game. He's still a very very good fullback. He ran the ball effectively last week for the team in Carolina and you're going to cut his pay because he I don't want you can't talk to them dude he has a contract and nowhere in that contract does it say if you sit next to somebody in lunch that I don't like I get to take away your lunch money it doesn't say that anywhere so the fact that short says I'm out and I'm here and he might even leave the NAL he might head to the IFL which is a major hit for the NAL the marquee team in the in the NAL is the Albany Empire, and now they're they're you know, and I know Jacksonville Sharks fans would like to argue that two time reigning defending. You used to be that. We are well, we were, they not we anymore. Sorry, I have a mouse in my pocket. <laughs> and and Markel Wade, I remember when Markel Wade signed with his team last season. Coach Manas and I were looking at film. He sent me the film. We're on the phone. And I looked, I looked at the film, and I go to, I go to, the, I'm like that guy's too fast for the indoor game. He's too fast. You're never. He's gonna run out of turf. He flies, and it worked perfect. And he was, he was arguably the rookie of the year, as far as the NAL game goes. They're both gone now too. That's this isn't over. This isn't the. It's, this is one of those shut the door when you're last one out. I guarantee you that Shorts and Wade didn't shut that door. More guys are leaving the Albany Empire. If you're just getting out of work now, if you missed part of our show from earlier, make sure to check out Apple and Spotify. That's where you can find the on-demand versions of LeVac and Gaz. More updates coming to the website as well. I know people asked about that. That stuff is coming. But I want to think back to just what you said a few sentences ago about Shorts. If you've missed any of it, that right there might sum up the show and what's happened today with Antonio Brown and the Albany Empire. If you know nothing about anything that's happened today, realize that a player who was willing to work and be a part of the brand and market himself and maybe be the new face of a local, professional, successful team here in Albany, the Albany Empire, had to take a pay cut because his boss, according to social media and Shorts' post, didn't like that he was associating with who used to work there. That sums it all up. Levesque, you even gave him a little credit there and said, you know what? 
when you've got a new boss at work, when you've got a new coach, when you've got a new GM, whatever analogy you want to use here in comparison, that's sports and that's life. You had a former sales manager. You had a former president of the company. They want to bring in their own people. Yeah, We all get that, that sport. And if Antonio Brown wanted to do that, and hell, if you're on team Antonio Brown, if we want to do it like that, that's his prerogative. He can bring in whoever he wants if he thinks he can evaluate talent better because he played in the NFL. That's all his right. But that one right there of, yeah. hey, man, I'm willing to work with you. I think as a professional athlete, being associated with what your connections are to the league can benefit me as an athlete, and I want to be a little selfish here and take care of me, I don't criticize that too much because you got one shot at that. There's a reason NIL's blown up. There's a reason other people are trying to find what they can do with that short window of being a successful athlete. But that's the last straw for anybody. Hey, man, we know you got our back, but we don't like how you're working with other people, so we're about to find you. Peace. I'm out. Yeah. Deuces. See you on social media in another league. It is to 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 say it's disturbing it is is a major understatement. You know what? I can um I can kind of paint this picture. I think so. One of the um one of the really cool things that we were able to put together for the guys this year because the guys a lot of these guys they come right from from playing football in college. They either have like an agent or they have. Somebody else handles their stuff. They don't always understand finances the way you, you, you're supposed to. So I reach out to a buddy of mine. It's actually the guy who invests my money. I may, He sponsors part of the team. Him, the t- There's two guys who do it. I don't want to give him a free plug because you know they don't make me that much money. But if you want to contact iHeartMedia, <laughs> I have a contact. <laughs> so we can figure it out. But I'll tell you, Tony and Mitch, I'll give you that much. And they, they came and they talked to the team, right? And just like, hey guys, this is how you can this is how you can take a small amount of money and build it over time. And this is this is how you can do this, how you can do this, this is how you this is how you can take advantage of you know working in multiple states. It was a really cool day. They brought lunch. Well, that day, right before the guys were gonna go to lunch, was the day that we let them know that Mike Quarta, Matt Woods, and myself were leaving. That we had, it had it had reached the level where we just couldn't really coexist with Tony and his group anymore. It wasn't good for them anymore. I've said this in multiple interviews. When one of you wants to zig and the other wants to zag, if neither one of you lets go, you're just going to tear the team in half. So it was legitimate. It was just one of those things where we told, we, told some, we told the captains and we asked them how they wanted to relay the information, if they even wanted to relay the information to the rest of the team. So that happens. I'm setting up lunch with my investor friends who are going to take care of everybody. The guys are in this like closed door meeting. I just poked my head in. I just want to let them know lunch is ready. Sam Castro over the quarterback yokes me in by my shirt. Wants me to hear it. The captains are telling the rest of the team that we're out. And they're telling the rest of the team that they don't like the way it's happening, whatever, but play your game, play football. Don't feed into the, to the nonsense, but play football. And the way the way, but it was it was a little more like like make sure you appreciate what these guys did for you the last couple of years. Trayvon Shorts made a point, even at the most awkward possible time, to say, "Do not choose sides. Do not choose sides." You listen, none but love for these guys, but this is our guy now. So don't choose sides. Just do your job, and we got other stuff to do. 
And the and the timing of it made everybody kind of look at him like, wait a minute, this isn't about that right now. This is about Jeff standing here. And I'm moved by the nice things these guys are saying. But it's Shorts knew how awkward this could get. So he put out the advice. Could he have done it at a different time? Maybe. But he put that advice out, letting everybody know, give A.B. a chance. Do, do what you're asked to do. And this guy's getting penalized. This is the guy that you now are turning on. At this point, I have to look at this situation and go, are you even trying to make it work? Are you even trying? Because it seems to me like you just, you know, business is booming. Yeah, boom. You're just trying to blow up something beautiful. That's what you're doing now. That last part there, I think, really punches it home, maybe for everybody, from an Albany Empire fan, from a broadcaster, from an executive. Did that last part hit a little bit different for you? Because it feels like now you're like, man, I busted my butt for the Empire for the last two years. Because there's got to be a little sadness for you here to see what's going on, especially with shorts, man. Oh, yeah. Well, and it will, like, shorts and I have always been good, but my, like, like, Darius is my guy. Like, we're... Darius and I, when I was driving down to Columbus, Darius started a group text message with him, Dwayne Hollis, uh, Mike Corda, Matt Woods, uh, Ryan, who worked for us, a couple people, just to give me crap while I was driving. <laughs> Knew that he couldn't text me alone because I worked for another team, and that would be tampering on my part, includes everyone, and starts just busting on me. Hollis, because the last time he saw me, like a month or two earlier, I had COVID, just start sending pictures of hand sanitizer because he doesn't want my, my germs to come through the phone. Like, those are my guys. So for those guys to be mistreated really ticked me off. Nick Haig had, had an emotional call today because he's just, that dude is, he, like, you know that scene in, um, in the town when he comes in, he goes, uh, I, I'm not going to paraphrase, I'm not going to get it perfect. You know, I need you to come with me. We're going to hurt some people and you can't ask any questions. Are you in? Are you in? Whose car are we taking? Nick Haig is the guy who's not asking whose car we're taking. He's already got it started in a parking lot. That's who Nick Haig is. Especially that town comparison, too, from where uh, he's from. It's so well, well his, there. That's his, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's it sounds like him for Pete's sake. The guy bleeds Dunkin' Ice coffee. Like, that's who he is. <laughs> when he coughs, Marb Red comes out, and he's never smoked a cigarette in his life. He's just, he is bathing. <laughs> but, like, this is just, like I said, at this point, I don't feel like you're trying to make it work. I just heard a rumor. We've got. Uh, a, we, you, you want a rumor? Oh maybe, man, maybe dangerous rumor. We've got two minutes left for the show. Is maybe it, Eddie Brown isn't going to be the head coach. Oh man, you maybe, got a, you got a name? Maybe just maybe somebody's putting his tail between his legs and crawling back to the coach that started the season. No way. That's, that's what that's what I heard. I just heard it. I just heard it. There's rumors that Antonio Brown's camp has reached out to Tom Manas. I'm sorry, baby. Please come home. You know Coach Manaswell. <laughs> Give me a percentage here, zero to one hundred, that he would consi- with consider with the roster he built, blown up. Yeah, zero. Yeah. If if they can prove to him there's a chance of putting a roster together that can compete, fifty eh, fifty. But he won't get paid. Guy's not stupid. He's mad at me. He blocked me on Facebook. Uh, b- back to the Manas thing, which that, I think is funny. That money's got to hit his. Bank account first. When we say get paid, right? He's not getting yeah. even on a flight before something hits the bank account. He ain't stupid. Uh, I make fun of the old man all the time. I think that's why I'm blocked. I think I made fun of him at the wrong time. But he ain't stupid. He ain't getting a he. He ain't hopping in his Camaro and driving back to Albany until the little goodwill package shows up at Casa de Manas. We got a few minutes here. My best bet. I'm going to give the steal of that. Right. Nick's money line tonight. I like it. 
Knicks money line tonight. They need this victory. They got to even up the series before it goes to the road into South Beach and Miami. So give me Knicks money line tonight. Knicks money line. I like that. And uh, I'm just going to steal that because that's what I want to happen tonight. Uh, I might, you know what? I might just do a full like hopes and dreams parlay. Just Knicks, Yankees, money line. Just let it roll. Go. Just go with it. Yeah. Make some cash tonight. I love well, that. Hopefully. I mean, that's that's always the goal is to make some cash. If not, I'll be right back here crying, you know, tomorrow at 3 p.m. Right. You know, it, it, that's it, you have to listen to it and deal with it because I'm too broke to do anything else. 610 pregame coverage starts for us tonight for Boston Red Sox baseball as they take on the Toronto Blue Jays and tomorrow Levac at 445. We have the first guest in the terrestrial radio Fox Sports 95.9980 World, our first guest. Who is it going to be? You know, we usually cut teases. You listen throughout the day. I don't know if I even want to cut teases. I think I just want to kind of sit out there a little bit. Let oh. people wonder what it's going to be. Look at what you did. You just teased everybody right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 to 980. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.